Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Ryan Davis. The Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dork Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keith. Joined as always by Davey Eyeballs. He is Rick Rude Vaughn Dick Dude. He is Renfield Vaughn Denfield. All hail the King of Ginger Ale. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? I, I'm afraid to talk right now. Do I sound okay? It has to do with the connection. It has to be the connection. My shit's fine. You sound like a million bucks, right? There's no rhyme or reason to any of this. I don't understand. Much to the chagrin, I would say, of many a listener that you do not. It is not David <laughs> this week. It is not. And I don't know why. I don't know why I sound normal. Some days I sound normal. Some days I don't. I have no idea. Well, it's just but I'm happy to be here. It's another reason to tune in, right? You right. have no idea. Yeah, tune in. You're like, is it? Ah, fuck. I'll stick around anyway. We'll see. Yeah, you know? plenty mm-hmm. to get through today. And right, you're not going to tell anybody, are you? That I just housed my dinner. Did you? Just- oh my god, I just like woofed it. It was disgusting. I was like, <laughs> I don't have, have a lot of time. What'd you do? Uh, my wife made pizzas. We do pizza night every once in a while. It used to be we'd both make a pie, like yeah. in in the dough and fucking like we're you know doing it up. And then mine always were kind of shit. She'd have to help me anyway. So now I just kind of stay out of the way. We do like a salad and pizza. cucumbers on it? This one? Like well, we a, do like a salad with it. No, I, I, that was in Seinfeld when Kramer comes oh. up with the idea to make your own pies. And Poppy gets mad at him because he says he wants to yeah. put cucumbers yeah, like, on it. Put whatever you want in there is what I would say. <laughs> no, we want pepperoni mushroom tonight. Nice. Oh, just stop. I'll just Not like, a mushroom guy, but I appreciate I re- appreciate the earthy, yeah. te- the earthy flavor of mushrooms. I just don't like the texture. Mario also doesn't like mushrooms, not to spoil that movie away for you. But Oh, a- Jesus. Here we go. Here we go with spoilers. Oh, yeah. So just proof that we do read the emails that come into dorkpodcast at gmail.com. Some guy was hot and bothered and even gave Davey a new nickname. He called him Davey Spoilers, although he did spell Davey wrong, which I feel He's, like. He, I think he wrote my name four or five times in the email and spelled it incorrectly every single time. If you look at my Twitter, if you look at the, it's right Everywhere. there. It's Everywhere. right there. It's the only thing. Right there. I would also argue that Davey, the way you spell it, uh, Dave with a Y, yeah. is much more common than D-A-V-I-E. Well, I think the more common name is Davies, which is D-A-V-I-E-S, but fucking still, it's, it's, one it's of them. D-A-V-E-Y. Yeah. Singular. There's only one I mean, of them. I was all fucking hot about you spoiling it. I, I, I still couldn't 10 years old. I don't even know what you spoiled. I don't even know what you spoiled. And I think I, he said the quote was like the game's like ten years old. I think it was The Last of Us or something. Must have been The Last of Us, but like the we never ten years old. But like we never spoiled the game. It never spoiled anything. And all I ever said was the next episode's in Philadelphia. A location, like setting, isn't a spoiler. Like this guy just needs to stay off the internet if he's that. Well, like, the I, only thing I, I, I didn't like spoilers, yeah. but this guy like takes it to the next level. The only thing I have to say to that guy is Bruce Willis was dead the whole time. <laughs> so. I actually have three words for that guy. <laughs> you. <laughs> Oh shit, that wasn't supposed to play. <laughs> this week in Episode 7 of The Mandalorian this past Wednesday. Ryan, you can't see me on if you're listening to this podcast. I'm throwing my hands in the air and saying like, why can't you just done this the whole time? Do more of these. Do more of these. We talked last week about is the Mandalorian great anymore? We both said no. And then this episode, the penultimate of season three, incredible. Here's incredible. my incredible. 
here's my theory. What do you think of this as a mm-hmm. as a theory? Dave Filoni basically saved the prequel trilogy mm-hmm. by making Clone Wars and Rebels and sort of tying in some different things, adding new characters, and like making making you actually want to rewatch those movies because of what yes. he did. I feel like with the Mandalorian and probably Ahsoka Tano, he's gonna make the new trilogy way better than any, however you viewed it. And then the next trilogy, which uh, they've announced, right? Okay. okay. So I mean, this this guy he's knows still what he's in doing. The he's still in, he's he's got a shovel and he's just filling in plot holes. He's filling in here's, nonsense. Here's a hot take, though. The person who's writing all of these episodes is John Favreau. Maybe John Favreau is the weak link here. I would imagine yeah i could see that i trust feloni completely i think favreau is much more hit or miss when it comes to this stuff there's like things that that ron swanson bit me he's like i know more than you like i feel like there's nobody who knows more star wars than dave feloni on the plane that's why i kind of like the idea of these so say you right now you have nine would you call them like tent pole movies right like episode one through nine not that they came out in that order but all the stuff that's in between I feel like it, the super fan gets in charge of it. So like the people that did Andor or the people that did Rogue One or the people mm-hmm. that did you know, everything Filoni's touched, it's like, all right, we'll look at these movies and we'll we'll find the good in there, even when some of them aren't so good. And then we're going to do our own thing and it's yeah. going to be incredible. And this last episode, without spoiling anything, is so... First of all, it's so good. Like the action, the characters that are involved, some of the, the, the things that we learn but also where this is headed and how this fits in the overall universe is perfect. Like mm-hmm. I, I love it. I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. Um, so someone just not to harp on this again, but Nathan and Josh in the chat brought up that it was the spoiler guy, Kyle's dad. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this <laughs> I don't think so. in his now in his email. He says he doesn't watch trailers. So saying something's in the trailer. Oh. He said in the email that saying something is not a spoiler because it's in the trailer. He thinks it's a spoiler because he doesn't watch the trailers. And if you remember correctly, mm. Kyle's dad yeah. did also did not watch the trailers and plugged his ears and put his head between his knees. Interesting. That is true. So there, there's an overlap there. So good detective work good there. Detective work there. Sorry, not to, not to derail that. The Mandalorian episode seven was very good. I'm interested to see where episode eight goes now because we have to bring back the Grogu chest piece. Mm-hmm. I think Grogu is going to have to like take some fire for his boy i think so i think we're gonna get more grogu also looking at it uh this last episode actually was co-written by favreau and dave filoni there you go and i love by <laughs> so the, the way good stuff the, was filoni the yes button when he got his pretty great robot suit. yes yes at first i was like yes. oh is, is babu frick gonna drive that thing around and i'm like that'd be kind of cool and they're like yeah grogu's gonna do it i'm like yeah it's also kind of cool <laughs> okatan great stuff the uh the armorer i'm not knowing what's going on with the armor right the armor i think i do know what's going on with the armor but yeah. uh, uh i love it and then how about skinny pete skinny pete pop it in there yeah, yeah. awesome great and then basically if you are a fan of the clone wars and rebels and any characters that were in there and you want to see what they're going to look like all grown up and in live action you're gonna see it with these shows you're, so. you're going to see it and they they make mention of somebody who you were going to see very soon Oh yeah, and they're asked, "Where is his ass? Where, where, where you been? Mm-hmm. Where, where you been? People mm-hmm. want to know." All right, I can't wait. So next week, our episode will be the Mandalorian because this Wednesday is the finale. That's right. Next week at this time, and we're going to be balls deep into the Mandalorian. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see that and Evil Dead next week. Yes. Yeah. Should we do like a dink for Evil Dead, or should we do? Because Mandalorian's got to be the fucking episode. Oh yeah, it has to be. I'm mean, sitting 95 percent on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Evil Dead is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people like Evil Dead. Sure do. People like it. Yeah. What people also like, Ryan, is that HBO Max is soon going to be just called Max. Why? Because <laughs> HBO is confusing. No, I have HBO, no idea. It started as HBO Go. Now it's HBO Max. Now it's just going to be Max bringing back. And I know they went to HBO Max because they bought Cinemax. They brought, like, Cinemax died and they brought all their stuff over. It was the oh, same is company. Oh, that what happened? Yeah, but so, that now, like, is it uh, Warner Brothers Discovery was like, oh, we think HBO that name like turns some people off, and I'm like, no, HBO is probably the best name 
in that's TV. Your, yeah, that's your top tier people are watching <laughs> HBO. HBO is the best thing. All yeah. the best TV shows are HBO, and then they still get the the occasional good, like all these big time movies. They all have like affiliations. So like, if it's a Universal movie, it's going to go to Peacock and whatever mm-hmm. else. But HBO still gets really good movies. So I don't know why they're doing that. But I don't know why they're doing that either. But <laughs> tell you what, they bring Cinemax in. There's some some good skin. Oh yes. <laughs> Yes, they do, Ryan. Yes, they, yes, do. they, yes, do. they do. Anything with car wash in it or bikini, oh. it's on there. You into erotica? Look at you some. How about, how about just a wild romp through a bikini car wash? Uh-huh. We got that. And like a weird montage where you're like, do I did I see anything? No, <laughs> no. It cuts just yeah, in time. Just kind of, they're kind of bouncing at the same yeah. time. It's not really anything oh. going on there. Rewind it. I think I saw insertion. Like you didn't. He <laughs> didn't. No, you didn't see anything. But I'll tell you what is coming to the max. That would be the Penguin standalone uh, or the spinoff series of the Batman, Colin Farrell as the Penguin. And there's a little bit of a teaser. We tweeted it out at Dork Podcast, and uh, I'm definitely intrigued by this. Like I thought there were stronger characters in the uh, in the Batman, but. Penguin's good, cool character. I'm interested to see like what the crossover is. Looks like Sophia Falcone is going to be in it as well. So mm-hmm. I'm in, I'm in on this. Yeah, and it's cool too because it's kind of like him getting more involved in the underworld. So it's kind of a nice bridge between the the Batman and whatever Reeves yeah. has planned next because Reeves is writing these, directing some, right? Yeah, I think so. So I'm excited that the clarity of vision is there. It seems like yeah. So like. It reminds me of James Gunn did the Suicide Squad and then he did Peacemaker. Right. Like he did all Peacemaker. And like, I Which feel like you're looking at it like, months. this totally makes sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And, it's, and it's great. Uh, speaking of DC, Titans, which has already been canceled, but this is the final season. They did one of those stupid, hey, it's the final season. We're going to do half our episodes, then take a break and then do another half of the episode. So I forgot all about it. But the two episode, two new episodes are available now on the max really getting that mileage out of that huh they are yeah there's some good in there i can't fully recommend it because there's so much shit to watch but there's definitely good in there and i mm-hmm. it's a romp i like it and they have some deep cut dc stuff in there too yeah it was a brother blood is like the new oh is he in there like now that? yeah i can probably uh yeah. barry's back tonight so i watched a I did. I did like a catch up because I, I forgot. I feel like in season three, like it was so unlike all of the the first two seasons that I yeah. needed to kind of like recap it. And I was watching this video of like the retrospective of like this season, all the actors talking about it. And but it was it was really cool. But the thing, the big takeaway is that Bill Hader was like, the whole fourth season isn't going to be the end of like the end of season three. Like you are going to laugh again i'm like <laughs> okay thank god because it I got know, it was way dark like a great show and like so well done but there were few laughs like yeah, well, he, was, yeah he said um he said there were certain things that we were talking about that you couldn't make it funny right so you had to just go all in with it so which they did which was great it was great right. tv mm-hmm. um and i'm looking forward to watching that tonight uh yeah same uh cocaine bear if you, people haven't seen it is now streaming on the cock so you mm-hmm. can get in on cocaine bear which saturday night or friday night or saturday night me and uh my wife watched cocaine bear and swear to god multiple times she said uh, she said this isn't what i expected to which i said what the fuck did you think cocaine bear was gonna be what did she think it was She's like, God, oh, this is like so violent. I go, if anything, I need more cocaine and I need more bears. I'm like, this is not even enough for me. I don't know what she thought. Like, I clearly she didn't see like the trailers of it or anything. And, and like she saw like the based on a true story. She thought it was going to be like more about like the actual bear. I'm like, no, this is it. And I go, this is it. This is it. This is a bear. Yeah, that goes cocaine and goes on a rampage. She's like, she was like shocked by it. Uh, my take was. And this is going to sound like I'm a little bit of a um, stick in the mud because I didn't love Mario Brothers. I didn't love Cocaine Bear either. Do you see it yet? Not yet. Yeah. But I, I don't think it's one of those things that I'm going to like, like, oh, I'm not going to like tell everybody to go see it. No. And like, I, but like, this is a kind of movie that like I would like if it was 
funnier i'd like it more if it was like i don't know it wasn't like a piece of shit like i'm i'm glad i didn't spend money in the theater you said but, it used to be a piece of shit oh, it used to be oh yeah do yeah. you think this is slicked back <laughs> but uh yeah so you can see cocaine bear if anybody wants in on that uh yeah good point by christopher in the chat peak the i'll tell you the cock right now oh that's a different one here we go they knock at the cabin megan and cocaine bear all streaming on peacock right now the this and again this is a tepid take not the and megan when she started dancing might have been the hardest i laughed all oh. year watching a movie i thought you were gonna say the hardest you've gotten all year no i laughed like i laughed because it was the most ridiculous thing i've ever seen Try to think when the hardest i got was this year anyway uh <laughs> yeah no that movie that movie was like that that movie was much better than cocaine bear i think Megan. oh yeah Megan, Megan was good i think it was pretty good uh we got a trailer for the marvels which comes out on uh, november 10th brie larson is back ms marvel is back uh monica rambo monica rambo is back it doesn't, I don't, it looks, it looks it doesn't look bad i don't no. understand so this is i was reading something the other day that it was like marvel's like most disliked trailer that it's ever put out and i don't understand how brie larson has become like this like flashpoint for like these incel guys who think she's like ruining comic book movies like, i don't know why that's all getting like dumped on her it's really strange because I I had no idea any of that was going on, and then I saw an interview that she did, or like mm -hmm. like it was on Twitter, so probably not even the whole interview was probably just part of it. And like she's clearly aware that like there's a f group of like probably angry people on Twitter, right. small group I would imagine, but at least they've made themselves known that like can't stand her and like. So she's made comments about like, well, maybe I won't be back. Like nobody wants me to do this show. I'm like, what the fuck? Like who said that? She's great at it. I think she's lovely. She's, I invited her on the podcast. We did. We invited her on the podcast. Uh, mm -hmm. Still waiting to hear back. So and she's she, very busy. She's doing all I'll those Nissan commercials. On that. So yeah. But, like what the, I don't understand. Like she's, she's excellent. And I think this movie, actually she's going to be even better in because I think this one's going to highlight more of her uh comedic chops compared to the last one yeah so we'll see uh speaking of comedic chops the muppets mayhem comes out may 10th this looks great it uh, i don't know if i can watch it though why i have a very oh, we, we have a very deep connection to janice the, 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 <laughs> in the electric mayhem i don't know if we're gonna put her on full display although it, it's a series too right it's a series yeah and so the cameos like, that they have look awesome it might be like a janice episode yeah yeah anyway i'm excited for that what about creature commandos this is gonna be an animated show uh in the new dcu it all connects this is one of the things that james gunn promoted you're gonna get a frankenstein in here david harbour mm -hmm. frank grillo is gonna be in this as well frank grillo's jumping ship he did not like he said in an interview recently he did not like how crossbones was handled so that's what made him jump ship to dc it's funny that so crossbones Frank Grillo's Crossbones and uh, David Harper was the Red Guardian, and they're both yeah. fucking doing DC stuff, animated like voiceover DC stuff. And there's some good voice actors in that show too, dude. One of the best parts of Paul T. Goldman, <laughs> which again, not enough people talk about. Davey recommended this. It's yeah. it's an absolute scream. You got to watch it on. I mean, that's also on Peacock. And uh, <laughs> so Paul T. Goldman is talking about how like he's divorced or whatever and he's like dating and how awful dating is he's talking with frank grillo about it who's mm -hmm. also divorced and he's like oh like so he's like you know he's like it's terrible and frank frank grillo who's like jacked and super handsome he's like yeah actually i'm having i'm having some fun with it like it's actually going pretty well I'm like <laughs> yeah no shit no i shit. love i love to listening to paul t goldman fawn over frank grillo like isn't he the coolest isn't he, isn't he the coolest guy like relax man yeah, he kind of is he kind of is yeah you're right kind of is all right there's uh there's the news it's time for davy's video game minute even if it takes more than a minute all right what do you have well first of all this is this portion of the program i'm going to make it brought to you by our friends at 47brand.com you notice these wonderful hat i'm wearing the 617 with the marathon colors 
Perfect timing. Yeah, perfect timing. I did that on purpose. I was also wearing my Celtics playoff shirt. Not 47, but the hat is. Um, yeah, it is. You know, one of the things I've been living for on the internet recently, Richard, I noticed it was oh. trending and I'm looking at it. You know the brand Fanatics, which is like 47 brands, like competitor. They have like licenses. They're, they're like, taking over the NHL. But everyone has been posting like all the dog shit that they get from them. Like they post it on their thing. Like it's supposed to be this like high quality thing and they get it back and like numbers, like they buy jerseys and like the numbers like peel off. Yeah. But aren't they the new apparel sponsor of the NHL? I think they just signed a deal with them. Yeah. But like all their stuff is garbage. So if you go on, like if you look at fanatics on Twitter, like go to 47 and buy something, go to fanatics just to see how shit their stuff is. And you can't use the promo code hashtag dork at Fanatics, but you can't use it at Fanatics. You can use it at 47 brand and get yourself a nice marathon hat like I have. Mm -hmm. Just throwing that out there. So um, I don't know if you've been paying attention to Twitter recently, but uh, I have been just hunting on EA Sports PGA Tour. So which the old ball around. Which, by the way, um, it's the closest thing you're going to get to like an old Tiger Woods game. There is a there is a mm. arcade mode instead of in like a simulation mode, so you can actually play like old school like Tiger Woods. You have to do the I'll do the thing like you still have to do, you, to do the power. You do like the, yeah. Uh, yeah, like yeah. the wait, let me see how fast I go. Ready? Wow, that's real fast. fast. It's pretty fast. So I'm just juicing the ball, and it's the triumphant return of my every time I play a sports game and create my character. Now his name is Slim Dickens. Yeah, Slim Dickens killing it. Which is Slim Dickens is just holding him from you know two hundred out. Doesn't matter. I'll hold it. Ridiculous. (laughs) Uh, Another game I've been playing. It's in early access right now. I played it on Steam. We'll go on PC News right now. A game called Ravens Ravens Watch. Which Hmm. um, think of it like this: it's like a Diablo Hades type of game, like a like a dungeon crawler. But you can play as Beowulf, the White Queen, the Pied Piper, oh, and Red Riding Hood. Who at, oh at night shit! I like all this. I like, yeah. dude. I like, I like this kind of stuff. Like it's early access on Steam. Yeah, yeah it's like fables, but everyone has like the Pied Piper is actually pretty sweet because you actually uh, you play notes, which hurt these monsters. But then you can just the more you hit them, you build up like a following of rats, and then you can send the rats against I like people. That shit. It's pretty nice. I like yeah, it. So. That's good um, stuff. So speaking of dungeon crawlers, so Diablo news. So Diablo's coming out in June. Promises free content like every three months, like story content. So Blizzard does something right. Every now oh, and wow. again, like so like Blizzard does something right. So like new missions, new story mode stuff. So um, but we are very close to one week away, um, week and a half, really, from Jedi Survivor. Yeah. Which is the next uh, Fallen Order game, which I'm the more I see of it, the more I like it. I feel like you can actually there's a style to this i i want to be able to like use lightsabers the way i want i would use them does that make any sense yeah of course would you go with one or two um i say i would go with two i think two looks cool but i would probably give up two quickly and focus on the one and focus i would get yeah, yeah really good at one but you can I'd also like, here I, go. I can do this and i'm like no i can't what if you could do the double-ended <laughs> well yeah, I think that'd be too. Uh, it might be too much. Might be people too much. Struggle, people struggle with the double-ended one. Yeah, sure yeah. they do. Unless you're Jennifer think... Connelly in Requiem for a Dream. Oh, she didn't seem to struggle with it. Did you know? Wow. By the way, we've fallen off the map here. We have fallen. We have fallen off the road. Did you know? No, we have. New, there's no over Overwatch character. There's a new Overwatch character. Yes, called Life Weaver. Support character throws flowers at people, grows trees. That's how you know. Life. I haven't played that game in fucking forever. I'm still trying to finish these other games. I think I'm finally at the end of Ragnarok. I think we finally like geared our crew up and we're going after Odin. I think we're I'm finally. After. I think I'm finally ready for that. Nice. But I'm way, way, way behind. Did you deal with Heimdall yet? Yeah, I smoked out Heimdall. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was going to be tougher. I was kind of surprised. I thought he was going to be. Like, I mean, I'm playing on like yeah, the middle. You're, you're Kratos. Yeah, it's true. But the, the news with that, too, good thing you brought that up. Um, They have New Game Plus now. So once you're done with it, you can play I it again. I saw that. I was like, oh, shit, I got to really figure it I got to hurry this up. I got like a sequel <laughs> for both games I'm playing right now. I got to finish. So that's Davey's video game in it. Smoked I right through it. that. I love it, right? There that's you go. Let's stuff. talk Renfield. Y'all ready for Bisc? Right, you ready for the topic du jour? I'm sorry. Well, I'm glad you asked. The topic of the day. And today? Last week, I saw a film. As I recall, it was a horror film. It is Renfield, the one hour and 33 minute film that was in theaters this weekend, uh, currently on Roddy T's 59% by the critics, 80 
percent by the audience we begin with all of our movie and tv reviews spoiler free ryan renfield did you like it no hmm. not really and ask me did you like it yeah kind of yeah kind of see it's frustrating this is one of those frustrating movies for me okay. i didn't like it it wasn't that I will, uh, no, I can't because I don't want to be Davy spoilers right now. But there are certain <laughs> okay, things about right, this well, that, like, let's save that. That I suppose there were, as they say, when you you know in real estate, like the bones were there, like you had everything you needed. And they were their make, money, and the bones were their money, right? right. But you you had everything you needed to be successful. You had two funny writers. You had a good director for this, and it just didn't get there. It just never got there for me. Well, I'll expand I... later. I, yeah, that's fine. I liked it. I first of all, I love the idea of it, and just like you said, like just because you like the idea doesn't mean you're gonna like the movie. But there is something, and I'm not the literary guy on the show. You're more the literary guy. But mm -hmm. to me, there is really something cool about the fact that there was a character who was a supporting character in a book that was written in 1897, mm -hmm. and in 2023, he's getting his own standalone movie. And I understand Count Dracula is one of the most favorite fictional mm, quotes fictional characters of all time but still it's amazing to me and like just to take a character like renfield and he's been in a bunch of movies he's been in shows and like i don't know how, well, i don't know what percentage of dracula reenactments they also include a renfield but it's whatever it's a decent amount of them and I so even the clive tom barker waits. one i think he was played by tom waits i think Remember he was 100 right yes yeah. Which is one of the it. best depictions of in the insane asylum eating the cockroaches. Yes. I yes. Awesome. Yeah. So I, I liked I liked that that they were doing that. Now, one of the big draws to this movie was clearly going to be Nicolas Cage as Count Dr Dracula. Too much, if that's even possible, just enough or not enough of not, Cage. As not nearly enough. I needed yeah. more of that. And that's one of the things that frustrated me is like you had this guy. Who was coming off probably one of the best performances of his career and um the unbearable weight of massive talent mm -hmm. like leaving las vegas won an oscar obviously but like unbearable weight of massive talent was so good and you getting him right on the heels of that and you get to let him just be nicholas cage for an hour and a half being dracula and yeah. you only he like hannibal Lecter did i don't feel like he was in it enough yeah they could have been more i uh i wonder it'd be a good question to like get the runtime of him in it uh i he was great though like he was as oh, just exactly what you thought he would but like i needed that all the time yeah there needed to be more of it and yet i got someone else who i didn't i just need of 10 minutes of you and i don't need an hour of you so i was blown away i didn't even realize that this person was in the movie right that you're talking about and it it hurt hurt the movie it hurt the movie it hurt the movie quite a bit uh is this a spoiler or should we save that Maybe save it, it. Save yeah, it. I'll say that. Uh, so Nicholas Holt, who played Renfield, you know him from Beast, from First Class and Days of Future Past and that X-Men run. Uh, he's popped up in a few other things as well. He was in, um, what was that fucking weird, The Menu that just mm -hmm. came out. He also did an interview recently where he talked about movies or roles that he didn't get. Mm -hmm. And he's like, obviously, you know, like I'm fortunate to have the ones I have, blah, blah, blah. So it said he auditioned for The Batman. It wasn't specific as to what. I assume they meant the Batman, but I wonder if he also auditioned for like the Riddler because I feel like he could have played either one. He would be a great Jonathan Crane too. He would be. Oh, oh yeah, that yes, yeah. So he was like he was hopeful for that, didn't get it. He also uh, apparently he got Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning, but then he had a conflict with something else, so he had to get out of it. And then he also auditioned for Top Gun: Maverick. I assume the Miles Teller role and didn't mm -hmm. get it. But I'm like, dude, you lost out to Robert Pattinson, Paul Dano, and Miles Teller. Like, you're that's fine. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> they they kind of they're kind of better. Yeah, <laughs> this guy once dated uh, Jennifer Lawrence though for sure did. Like, three years. He's got that, got that going for. Him. I thought he was a good Renfield though. Now again, it's a different take on Renfield, but he's a good actor. I, I have no problem with him. He is a good actor, and I liked the the victimhood. I I thought one of my favorite parts of the movie actually happens like right in the beginning of the movie, um, when he's in that support group. Yeah, yeah. And they have yeah, the, yeah. they have a certain conversation that like I would have with people. It was good. I, and so you would you would feel very. I feel like watching this with you, I would have looked to you and be like, "How do you feel about this?" We would have had to pause it, and you would have had to like talk about yeah this this thing. Correct. The mm -hmm. uh, I would say 
it's not going to be confused with like the funniest movie of all time, but a lot of these horror movies or even a lot of these comic book movies kind of go for comedy or they like assume like, oh, and it's also a comedy, but like you barely laugh. I thought this actually had a few laughs. Like I thought this was relatively funny. It was relatively funny and gory and silly to the point where like it was it's watchable. It yeah. It's a, I'll tell you what, it's a better vampire movie than Morbius by a long shot. By a, oh yeah. Way, yeah. way, 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 way better. Yeah. So I thought there were some, I thought there was some good stuff. Yeah, there's just there's one part specifically this, that this, really this, kind of bugs me. Yeah. Uh is yeah, the like it's not scary per se, but there's still like some cool Dracula shit, some cool mm -hmm. vampire shit, some cool like uh you mentioned it's gory so it's not for everybody like if you're kind of get the weak stomach it's not that but some of the gore is just gory some of the gore is definitely used for comedy mm -hmm. so like that part i thought was enjoyable like as a, and for a 90 minute horror slash comedy i thought it was good and it was probably split the difference like there's a lot of horror comedies that are better than this like cabin in the woods and Shaun yeah. of the dead and whatever like there's plenty this is not bad. Like I, bad. I, I didn't think it was bad. Now I don't think it's a theater movie. This is no. the perfect movie for. In a month, it's going to be on Peacock. Grab some beers, grab some snacks, and watch it when it comes out on Peacock. And you can go rip a five minute long piss and come back, and you're not going to miss oh, yeah. anything. You could bleed the snake. Yeah, you're not going to miss a thing. It, there's no like plot points that you absolutely need to know. You'll you'll figure you'll it figure out. it out. Yeah, you'll figure it out. All right, I'm curious now, uh, unless you have something else, what is your hashtag dork score for this movie? I'm going to, I'm torn between a three. I'm going to give it a three. Hmm. I definitely liked it more. I'm going four. Okay. I'm going four, and I've seen. I'm happy you did because okay. I feel like a, a, you could have talked me into a three and a half. All right. And so with the, no, with the, the split, with our split of our scores, three it becomes a, a three and a half. So I'm completely comfortable with that. I, because I, what did we just give? We gave Mario what? Three and a half. I yeah. gave it three and a half. Mm -hmm. We both gave it three and a half. I think this is better than Mario. It's yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I think it's even, what it is. Yeah. So I've seen 17 movies that have come out this year. Mm -hmm. And I have this sixth. I have it a little lower. But I, I haven't seen as many movies as you. So, um, but like of the movies that we have done, uh, John Wick's obviously much better. Ant Man, mm -hmm. I think Ant Man's better. I personally think Scream is better. But then I think this was better than Mario and Shazam, which were the other oh, two. Yeah. Ones Way better than Shazam. Before. Yeah. All right. Sorry, so yeah, yawn for me. Yeah. Oh, you a little sleepy, Sorry, man. Yeah. A little, a little sleep. A little, little, little tired. Yeah. All right. If anybody uh, has seen it. And if you're in the chat, let us know what your Renfield Dork score was. You can also email us uh, dorkpodcast at gmail.com. And you can tweet us at dorkpodcast. If you have uh, seen Renfield, let us know what your score is. Spoilers! 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 Here come the spoilers! Yeah, we both have the same issue, I think, with the movie. And that I... is... I do not understand the obsession or the fascination with Aquafina. I don't get it. I don't I, get it. So here's what happened to me. I don't know if she was in the trailer or not. I just remember highlighting Nicolas Cage as Dracula, knowing that uh, Holt was playing Renfield, being excited that they're making this movie. It seems so kind of like, like a real silly goose movie, and I was excited for that. And it was like two days ago, something popped up on Twitter and it was like Renfield star Aquafina interviews. Blah, blah. I'm like Renfield star. I'm like she's and in this. She's probably in it more than anybody else. And at some point, like I had to go back and like th really think about it. Like there were certain swaths of this movie where it was this like sister cop with a dead dad thing that just completely took over the movie. Like I feel like Renfield became a secondary character in his own movie. I agree. I agree. That that part alone like kills it. Like I if you didn't have that, I can only imagine how good the movie was. Cause I overall liked it and I found myself at the end of it being like, oh, that's pretty good. But you're right, that was just such a downer. And well, I at first I was like, maybe she'll surprise me because I thought she ruined Shang-Chi. She was one of the reasons why I didn't like Shang-Chi, even though overall it might have been a good movie. I she I couldn't stand it because of her. 
And then I'm like, well, maybe that was the character. Maybe it's not the person as much. And then in this movie, I'm like, let me give her, let me give her a chance. So then when I first saw her pop up on the screen, I'm like, let me give her a chance. And then like, no, not, not for me. I Story just don't get it. Whoever her agent is is like deserves an award or something. Because she's like, put, I don't get it. Um, the other thing too is like you have Chris McKay who's directed this movie, who directed Lego Lego Movie and Lego Batman. Funny, like he creative dude, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You had Ryan Ridley, who's one of the head writers of Rick and Morty, and Robert Kirkman. Yeah, Kirkman from Walking Dead did this, like did the story. They, 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 they wrote, the yeah, screenplay. yeah how do you fuck that up like some uh, you could yeah. see it like in the movie like there was so much good and then you could see that like some executive made a decision to like that's not the cut we're gonna do like there has mm-hmm. to be a director's cut of this somewhere that's way better i have to believe that yeah you you might be right i mean there's gotta be something and they probably were like, listen, it has to be 90 minutes. And you're like, okay, fine. But like, and you have to put in this story of like, you have to do something with the story of Aquafina and her sister. Like, why? It's and we a movie need about fucking Dracula. We need 80 minutes of Aquafina. It's like, we don't, why? don't need it. I don't want it in the movie. It's and a I understand. Movie about, oh, sorry. Renfield, like, Renfield is going to need characters to interact with that aren't Dracula. And that's why I personally love the idea of like the support group. Like, that was like, on the one hand, maybe in like an obvious thing, but like it was so great to have him go through there. Like, if anybody is more codependent than Renfield, it probably doesn't exist. And so for exist. the fact that he's yeah. in like modern times sitting there in a room, and right off the shoot, they're sitting there, and one of the one of the women in there is talking about her boyfriend who loves ska music. Right. And I was like, let me stop you right there. I've been listening to a great deal of ska music. In fact, one of the bands that they mentioned in there mm-hmm. is a deep cut band who I listened to it in the car with my daughter. It's one of my daughter's favorite songs is by the Voodoo Glow Skulls. Voodoo Glow Skulls, yeah. It's a song called Bulletproof. It rips. It rips. <laughs> and she loves like, it. And I love it. They're like, isn't that like the ska music? Isn't that like 90% horns? And the girl was like, see, that's the type of reductionist thing that was like blah, blah. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm starting to sound like him. Who am I? Like, <laughs> we're just reducing, you know, minimalizing ska's contribution to modern music or something like that. And I was I like say, dying laughing. Real Big Fish. I can listen mm-hmm. to their entire catalog. Yep. Uh, Aquabats, their entire catalog. Goldfinger. I you're mean, missing. You're missing a ho- some our hometown heroes. By the way, our hometown heroes. The mighty mighty Boston's. Oh yeah, yeah yeah Boston's. Oh yeah, I, I I had a Boston's poster in my room in high school. I, mean, that I, meet- I like ska way more than I thought that I liked ska. You definitely do. Remember we had a ska band come to school one time, and like we were the only ones who showed up. Who was the band? Do you remember? Yes, the name of the band was Bim Scala Bim. <laughs> they were like a legit ska band back in the day. They were good. I because it's funny because people would ask me, like, hey, what kind of music? You're like, I listen to everything. I would be like, oh, I like, you know, like heavy metal, I like raw grunge, I like rap. I never really say I like ska, but in reality, I fucking love ska. There was a brief shot. I was that person, uh, I think at like 16 and 17, got like way too into like swing music. <laughs> I'm embarrassed about that. I'm not as embarrassed. About ska than I am about swing. Dude, there's nothing to be embarrassed about with ska. Ska's great. No. I think you see that meme. Sorry, you see that meme where it's like ska music is what plays when a 13 year old orders mozzarella sticks. Like that's <laughs> the music playing in their head. I'm like, that's, that's the best description of that I've ever heard. Dude, it's so good. Like they're so good. And a lot of those bands do a ton of like covers too. And then right. so it's like a, like a classic rock song, and then you yeah. hear like a ska band doing it. Yeah, it's a great. It's great stuff. They got the Hans, you know. It's mostly horns. It's mostly horns. <laughs> but, but that was all- a great part. And I love how they brought that back again. We play uh two on the on the very popular Rich Keefe show, which airs most nights. Congratulations on the new show, by the way. Oh, thanks, Davey. Yeah. Uh six to ten WEEI. Uh no big deal, kind of a big deal. And we play to at eight o'clock every night. We play Aqua uh, we play Super Rad by Aquabats. And sure. then to close out every show, like nine fifty-five Eastern time beer by real big fish or you should play sellout because you've sold out now that you're you know big corporate guy that's true now that everyone i should play sellout it'd be hard to pick from the hits that real big fish have they have some really good songs and they're on that first album there's like three or four like deep cuts that are really really good by the way josh in the chat most recent chat pull it up uh son of a bitch josh ska should be a standalone when we have a when we have a week week we just do ska. We just ska music. Yes. 
and we're just like play because Spotify, you can actually like play music. Can we like, play it on the podcast? Yeah, on spot if it's on Spotify, you can. Not on YouTube, YouTube will fucking pull that thing down. Yeah, they will. Well, your head will spin. That might just be an audio special. That might be like a. Dude, but we love special. Ska. We are the official podcast of Ska. I once reached <laughs> out to the Aquabats to see if we could use Super Rad as our intro song. Could you imagine your Free Larson? Yeah. They never wrote back. What if, like, your 40th birthday, like, I just surprised, like, like, hey, we're going to meet at this bar for your birthday, and fucking Real Big Fish was there. I or, would uh, my pants. Or the Aquabats off. in full yeah. with Travis Barker in, like, like Dave, <laughs> not to spoil Dave from episode two. But when he was reenacting the scene where he says he he came soft, <laughs> he has a guy dial up. He has like a prosthetic guy on set, and he like he's like he's like it was he was explaining to him. He's like we need this. He's like it's in my shorts. He's like I'm I'm soft, but I came, and he's like it was a lot of cum. And like so the guy rings up like a gallon of cum, and it's just like. Out of his shorts, and he goes back. He goes cut. He's like, he goes. That was way too much cum. What do you think I am, a yak? I've just pictured it because it came out in like clumps out of like those glob, big globs. <laughs> and he was wearing shorts, so it's just like she's on like... the floor. <laughs> <laughs> That was that was honestly one of the best episodes of TV ever. <laughs> the, the, the idea of coming soft, just for whatever reason, I think it's the <laughs> What an incredible detail! <laughs> he's like, because it wasn't even about that, but he's like, this was like how I felt, and it was just like. <laughs> We need more Dave in the soundboard, by the way. Yeah, you're right. Oh, it's oh uh, my god! Is it? By the way, good. I know we're off topic now, but I tell, <laughs> I said to you off the air, he does a verse with these guys. This episode, oh. this recent episode, episode three. Oh my god! I think it's what gets me every time is like he's so neurotic and he talks with his hands like this, like his hands are all over the place. But as soon as like he starts rapping, it's like a completely different person. I honestly, he must have heard our critique of the first two seasons where I was like, he is such a good rapper that he needs to put it in more of the episodes. If we got and one every episode. episode, every episode so far, he's rapped. Also, I can't watch the show and not think of the interaction that we had with Gata when I was trying to <sighs> book a cameo from Gata. And we told it on the podcast before, but so. I this might have been before I got Billy Mitchell to do Davy's happy yes. birthday. And so I was like, hey, it's like for it's for my friend, but we're also on a podcast. So like, if you could mention the podcast, and blah, 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 blah. And then he denied the request, and then he wrote back on a message. He just wrote false. Yeah. I, I think we I think we have to try again. I probably think about that like once a week, especially now that Dave's back on. I'm like every time I see him on TV, I'm like false false he said false was that, was that by the mean? way great cameos in this episode of dave too oh smokes him. i'm not gonna i'm not gonna spoil anything crazy cameos yeah uh no but our buddy opie the poet who does our intro he got a cameo from gata hmm. he did it for him oh what are we gonna do you know anyway, too much aquafina you know who i don't know who i don't want a cameo from the ultimate, the ultimate gag gift. Hey, it's me, Aquafina. Wishing. <laughs> like I don't get like I don't get it. It's not for me. What did you make of Ben Schwartz playing a mob enforcer? <laughs> I thought it was like with the neck, the stupid neck tattoos and everything. I don't know. Like I, I think it oddly worked. See, that's the thing that kills me is like you have, yeah, you know Nicholas Holt like playing straight. Uh, playing straight like he's renfield he's like the and then you have like crazy ben schwartz playing like the, the exact opposite character the character was the exact opposite of who he is is like this mob enforcer Correct. he's like he's like all tatted up but like i like how they did it though because he is more of a guy playing a guy who says he's a badass and he's not actually right. a badass he's going, like, his, 
he's in a mob family. His mom is his mom is a badass, but he's not. So because at first I was like, this is weird casting. And I'm like, ah, maybe it's actually really good casting. And I was like, and it ended up being fine. Yeah, he plays like the spoiled dipshit rich kid really well. Yeah. Yeah. Him, John Ralphio. Um, but then you had like Cage too, who was like could have gone full Mandy with this. Right. You know, and like I would have I would have loved it. Yeah, he was not crazy. Like he no. he played it like, you know, that was his take on Dracula, which was good, but it wasn't anything like wild. What did you think of Renfield being kind of like a badass? Uh I didn't. I mean, it served the movie. It, it served the movie. It was, it was good, but um, you know, I like my I like my Renfield to be feeble. But this was uh, this was good. I like the. I don't why, why bugs though. Like if he ate something bigger, do you think you? I'm thinking that bugs. while I'm watching this, like if he ate a squirrel, do you think it would help him more? Uh, that's what you're thinking during the movie. Yeah, because he kept eating like ants. Like if, you, bugs, if you're that powerful by just eating an ant, yeah. like why don't you eat something a little bigger? I don't know. Maybe he wants to be able to control it. I guess. I don't know. But yeah, he ate some bugs. He needed to eat the bugs. And By like, the way, the uh, Ben Schwartz death scene where he was kicked so hard in the stomach that he both threw up his intestines and shit. Or threw, oh, that's impossible. But like, you, you get what I'm saying. <laughs> I do. Yeah. yeah th- so some of the, uh, the, that one fight sequence, like on the stairwell and like, mm-hmm. or like whatever that area was, like outside. The atrium. The, yeah, the atrium. Yeah. Ripping the arms off, ripping arms off of a body. And then, like, using them as javelins and then just, like, using them, like, the rest of the time as weapons. There were some good, like, blood explosions. In there this. was, yeah, it was a good face rip yeah. at one point. Oh, um, yeah, real clean face rip. A good one, yeah. Yeah, Mortal like Kombat would have been proud of that one. Yeah, basically, it was all just fatalities, like, gross fatalities the yeah. whole time, which is, which I, like you, like you said, it was goofy enough and gory enough where it was, it worked for the movie. Um, yeah. But Kyle there was that, so you had yeah, go ahead. you had that scene, and then the next scene. So it's like Renfield, and I even forget Re- Re- Rebecca Quinn or like something like that. Like yeah, it was Rebecca uh, Quincy. Quincy, sorry, Quincy. Um, right. So like they, there's like uh, literally the thirty bodies like on top of each other, and then the next scene is them like sitting down eating lunch. Yeah, they're like we gotta get out of we gotta get out of here, and then it's like them just sitting in in like broad daylight, having out in the open. Yeah, yeah, have it a meal. Yeah, that was that was weird. I just I'm with you. I need I just need more Renfield Dracula. And even if you wanted to not have more Dracula and to be like, all right, this is a Renfield movie, and you want him to be more the like a true supporting character, I think I'd be okay with that. If it was just either more Renfield or better other characters around Redfield. Like well, what been, here's how I would have re- rewritten this, right? Instead of doing like every time he goes to like the, you know, he had that like really like in the beginning when like Dracula looked, looked all fucked up because he was, he got burned, but he didn't have anything to eat and they were moving around. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. 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 If you have, you know how he kept like yelling at him to like come back and like help him, mm-hmm. but he was at like the meeting. So like every time he had to go like find him and like Dracula just kind of like, <laughs> looks like a bag of shit like trying to like do it himself and he has to like yeah. like it, you're confused grandfather you have to like bring him back to the house yeah so you'd have to like stop what he's doing and like go get him like mm-hmm. that would have been funny and that would have happened a couple times yeah yeah you definitely could have done that you could have you could have done more of that uh yeah they did have old footage from the uh like bella lugosi dracula it's pretty cool like they used that shit and that was like van helsing and shit at the beginning yeah like i like that stuff the problem is there's been so many versions of it, and most of them are bad. That it's kind of like yeah. bastardized the story, but like there, it, it doesn't get any cooler than that. Like just that whole world. So, also a terrible movie was um, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. So the Alan uh, Moore yeah. comic book, which is really good, but it's the idea of like these types of characters all existing. So like the Invisible Man, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde, uh, Mina Murray, like all those different characters being together. Like I wonder. Not that this is going to be in a universe and not that they need to because they've fucked up the monster verse like so many times. Yeah. But is there anybody from that world? Because like when they did the Elizabeth Moss Invisible Man movie and did the old twist on that, that was really good. Like I like that. Like, is there anybody else you'd want to see? Like, should they go back to the well on Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde or uh, one of these one of these old school, like classic tales? Like, see, I would love to watch 
like a remake of that, but done in the style that it was done in before. So not like a like an updated version of it, but like what mm -hmm. if you got think of like Werewolves by Night, like you shot yeah. it like in oh. that way, yeah, and like a forty five minute like right to HBO Max or something yeah. like that. I think that would be really cool. Yeah. But shot like grainy, like super grainy black and white, and yeah, 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 you know. yeah, yeah. No, I like that. I I don't know what they're gonna do from here. This seems kind of like a one off. By the way, um, did you know that Frankenstein and Dracula were written in the same house on like the same weekend? Really? Like there were yeah. So it Mary was Shelley, like Mary Shelley, Snoker. Well, they so the Shelleys. Um, had like people in the and bram stoker they invited like bram stoker over and there was like this weekend retreat and both the ideas for both of those stories came out of that house and they were like trying there was like they were trying to scare each other that's crazy stories and then isn't that nuts that's amazing yeah yeah it's like two of the greatest fucking stories of written yep. ever yeah it would be like if the fucking white album and pet sound were like recorded <laughs> in the same studio at the same time yeah seriously no it really is yeah. Uh, Renfield did not exactly rake in the money. It'll be only true diehard hashtag dork listeners are going to listen to this episode. Renfield made at the U.S. box office. Do you want to take a guess what it made this weekend? <laughs> Just, a, I don't know, a saw buck? How much did it make? 7.8 million. Good enough for fourth place, trailing Oof. the 87 million that the Super Mario Brother movie made in its second weekend. <laughs> The Pope's Exorcist beat it out. 9.2 million for Pope's Exorcist. I didn't even know that came out. And John Wick 4 in its fourth week made 7.9. Renfield did barely beat uh, Air, Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, which Dungeons and Dragons is getting good reviews, actually. I think it is. I think it'll be decent. So I got to see Air and Dungeons and Dragons when at some point. And actually, I'll see the Pope's Exorcist too. I'll watch yeah, I'll that. I'll see that. Russell Crowe, right? Big fat Russell Crowe. I think it's big old Hoss Russell Crowe. <laughs> <laughs> Still kick your ass, though. I bet it probably could. Probably I'll drink me too. I bet he'd kick your ass. <laughs> kick your big kick your ass. I bet. Tell you what about Russell Crowe. <laughs> <laughs> and he likes ska music. Oh, he was in a band with a terrible name. Who doesn't? Oh, that would be. Oh, that's what we should do too. I'm not gonna put you on the spot, but when we do our ska episode we need to come up with what our ska band name would be yeah it would be good yeah Something fucking maybe cool. i'll maybe i'll break the old axe out and we'll do some like ska upstroking yeah ding, 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 ding. <laughs> just like those like up up picks up sweeps yeah i'll bring my saxophone from sixth grade could you could you, you still have it can i whale no i no i rent i didn't buy kid me <laughs> I did have a smooth sax, as said by my music teacher in sixth grade. Do you see the guy who like call, referred to them as tunes and called you all cats? <laughs> all right, cats. Was a, it was a lady, and she said, uh, you have a really smooth sax. And I was like, <laughs> I was like yes, I Is do. It, now, as 10-year-old yeah. you couldn't say about anything about rough sax? <laughs> I said no. I wasn't quick enough back then, I guess, for the uh, rough snack. Just <laughs> I could I could play I could play the uh, Beverly Hills cop theme, Axel F. <laughs> you like that? You like that? I demand you rent a saxophone for a weekend and figure that out. <laughs> I gotta get a good a new reed. Give me a nice new reed. Some bore oil, get it all lubed up. <laughs> Yeah, I can play for your rough sack. Get a rough, you lube it up when you want to do rough sacks. I played the fuck out of that though for like a year. <laughs> Bad. Uh, introduced instruments. We didn't have any instruments in our school until like sixth grade. They're like, you guys want to play instruments? I'm like, yeah, I want to play a fucking instrument. You didn't do recorder? Oh, no, no. no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, I mean, like real instruments. We had we had recorders. And then it wasn't until like sixth grade that they were like, all right, we're going to have somebody come in here, teach the fucking trumpet, teach. And then I was at first, I'm like, maybe I want to be a drummer, you know? And then they're like, yeah, great. If you're going to be a drummer, you get to start out with just a snare. I'm like, no, no, no. Oh, I, yeah. need you, I need, I need double pedals. I need double pedals. I mean, like, I need like 10 symbols. I can't wanna, do just a snare. Would you like a Ryan Davey factoid? Yeah, obviously I would. That's the whole point of this. I almost failed music in sixth grade. How do you like that? Mm -hmm. Because I refused to, like, there was like a project. We had to like write our own song. And I like, I didn't wear pants. No. <laughs> 
no it was like i didn't want to do it like for whatever reason like i didn't want to do like my own song or whatever and i don't know what so my music teacher calls my parents and she's like you know ryan shows zero interest in music like he like blah blah blah. he shows no effort he's complete it, it was the brian sharkey of like the, the wet blanket oh, the best she's like you know doesn't participate has no interest in music and my parents like on this, this con, they're like you know he's been playing guitar for like three years right <laughs> yeah we can't and stop him from playing the goddamn guitar yeah and, and my music teacher was like what i was like she had no idea so she's like just have him so i only where i passed music in sixth grade i recorded a, like a stupid song yeah. into my talk boy home alone too oh yeah hell yeah and then and then i passed music what a weird but thing it's super weird our fucking thing that was yeah Anything else on Renfield? I think we're trying to talk about anything but Renfield at this point. Um, instantly yeah, forgettable. If you got nothing else to do on a Friday night, it's the perfect movie. Yeah, I guess it's kind of like a generous <laughs> four, but it's a long hour and a half. By the way, <laughs> it's a long hour and a half. That's the other thing Look, I forgot to mention. It didn't feel like an hour and a half. I'll tell you, our recent uh, movies that we've watched are like these baseball games. Now they're humming hour and a half, hour and a half, <laughs> two hours. Right. The Mario movie was an hour and a half. This is an hour and a half. I don't this know is the a next... rare. Yeah, go oh, ahead. Uh, the next. Well, no, we got to watch Evil Dead Rise, mm-hmm. and then Guardians of the Galaxy comes out uh, Cinco de Mayo, so we're gonna be doing Guardians of the Galaxy soon. That's more than an hour and a half, and uh, as it's it should be. be. Um, in this one, I probably could have stood a little 15, 20 minutes more of Renfield would have helped this movie without Aquafina. Fifteen That's... more Aquafina list moments. More Dracula. More Dracula. Or at least more. At least more Renfield. All right. Well, that's that's that. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. All right, Ryan, would you like to kick, receive, defer, or you may also choose at this time to defend a goal? I will defer because I don't feel great about my pick of the pod this week. So I don't feel great about mine either. Well, so I ended up watching, uh, me and my wife both watched the Boston Marathon bombing documentary on Netflix. I wasn't going to. I can understand if most of you out there are like, nope, don't want to do it. I completely get it. Uh, it's going to bum me out all over again. And so we start. It's three parts. They're all like 55 an hour. Yeah. And so we started it. And it was one of those things that we're like, all right, next one, next one. And then we just kind of, we'd watch it all. Might as well. We come this far. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is probably the way to do it. Cause I don't think you want to just feel that bad for three days in a row. Like yeah, it's, here's it's fucking terrible, dude. And we were all around it, and we, yep. you know, whatever. It's just, it was tough. But it is like all those Netflix documentaries, even about like the serial killer. Like it's it's well done. You hear from a lot of people. Believe it or not, there were a few things I didn't know, which I thought I knew everything about it. But I, it's not bad. But you kind of know what you're getting yourself into. And for me, like I've been on the fence about whether or not to watch this. People keep telling me to watch, like. They, re- they don't tell me to. They, they recommend it. So it's really, like you just said, it's really well done. There's some new information there. I just feel like I have all of the information I need. I, anything I know further is just going to make me feel worse. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I that get doesn't it. make me I mean, feel it's bad. I, I just, not gonna, it's not going to change what happened that day. It is, no. you know, you're just like, and then it's crazy. Tomorrow is, well, if you're watching us live or you listen to it late Sunday night, tomorrow is, the 10 year anniversary. So the mm-hmm. marathon's tomorrow. Most people have the day off and you know, you go and enjoy the marathon, enjoy the Red Sox or whatever else. But man, you can't help but think about it every single every single time. Yeah. Every single time. Yeah. Every single time there's a marathon. I think about it. And yeah. it's one of the reasons like people like me just like don't go. <laughs> you know, I just I know I I get it. I made I made a point the next year to go, and I'm like, I'm going the next year. And we went down there. I remember my cousin uh ran it the year of the bombing and was like a like less than a mile from the finish line and wasn't able to finish because they obviously called off the whole thing and then she made a point to run it the next year and so she could finish and so like it was i don't know it was a whole big deal i remember my um my uncle had like an auto shop out in like framingham that like went by the thing so like one year we did that like we would go Mm -hmm. it was like it wasn't like a, a huge tradition like it is in like a, a lot of families that go every single year. But like I've definitely been a handful of times, but it is just it is unreal. And then I remember that whole day, too. Like I was at home watching it on TV 
and Katie was working. Her office was in Boston. Yeah. I remember being like, what the fuck? And like calls her. She's like, what is going on? And then like, I went and picked her up. Like the phones dropped out. Like everybody has these stories. Like every single person has one yep. of these stories. And like, uh, some sadly much, much, much worse. And, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It just really bums you out. It's like, it's like, you know, the news, not to talk about the news, but just fucking bums you out. <laughs> just everything bums me out yeah. these days. And I, it's one of those things with, I feel like what's happening currently, that's just going to add to that. Like I'm already stressed out about yeah. life in general, and this is going to rehash all of that. You yeah. Know, I don't oh, know. In that case, I would definitely skip it. I was yeah. definitely, I was like, what do we want to, like, this is literally what we thought on Friday night. This is actually what happened Friday night. I'm like, all right, there's two new things that I haven't seen that are available. I'm like, do you want to watch Cocaine Bear or do you want to watch the marathon thing? And so that was our discussion in our house. So the first night we're like, mm, let's just watch Cocaine Bear. Like we were like our head, like let's just watch that. And then the next night we're like, there's nothing else. So let's like let's just start this. And then we went down the trap. We got trapped. Watched the whole thing, but. Anyway, yeah if you guys have seen that hit us up dorkpodcast at gmail.com or at dorkpodcast let us know uh what you thought about that i will say this the the guy that uh got carjacked remember that whole story yep. he carjacked and then he escaped mm -hmm. he's in this documentary and he is he is really impressive and like that whole part of that story is insane and they don't get these guys if it's not for him like that that's the guy that yeah that got this whole thing um uh to where it was so anyway what, what do you got for your pick oh nothing that exciting um i watched um i never i never thought i would be on this podcast and praise bill simmons um but i like this i no problem bill simmons. i'm sure he's a nice guy i yeah. just found his things to be like sticky and formulaic all right whatever um <laughs> Fine. he has so he started this it's a called music box it's on max um, and so basically it's these short form, this one's like an hour and a half. So it's a little, it's like a full length, like documentary based on like just musicians. Um, well, he did Woodstock 99 was one of his, I think. Yeah. That might so, than that. Okay. Yeah. So music box is like, so he, it's like specific artists and there's this guy, Jason Isbell. This is the one I watch. It's, it's called uh, running with your running with her eyes closed. And so it's basically just like his life, but it's also like how he writes and records songs, which is like, I love watching movies about that stuff that's cool. so his wife plays fiddle in the band and she also has like an advanced degree in like literature so as he's he's just like you know a country he sang with a group called drive-by truckers they kicked him out of the band he then went and did like a solo thing um um but she's like she's got like advanced degrees in literature so like he's sitting there trying to like write songs and she's like correcting his grammar <laughs> and like, and like, well, and like his diction, yeah. like while he's doing it, and I thought that was like really funny. Um, yeah. but yeah, um, if you're a music fan, it's kind of worth the while. It's kind of a niche thing if you like music I, and just it doesn't like I don't really like country music, but if it happens to be a country artist, just seeing that process. So anyway, so he goes in like he has a he has the whole song written, and he goes and performs it in front of like his band, like that's how they write and record songs. I don't know shit. And so he's like, it's really weird to like play a whole song and have like people listening to you and you know they hate it, but you have to like <laughs> keep doing it. Um, so it's a really interesting pro. I've never seen that done that way before. So it was actually pretty cool. Hmm. You know, interesting. That's on that's on the max. It's on the max. Yeah, it's called good. running with her eyes closed. All right, very good. Yeah. All right, next week I am pumped. Uh, the Mandalorian. We'll see how it ends. Uh, I get. I think, like in my mind, like the uh, how I view the season, it's kind of teetering. Like, there's been some really, really good. There's been a couple really bad. There's been a little bit in between. If you end on a high note, though, that that can sway me. That can absolutely sway me. There are two people who need to show up in this episode. I can think of one. Oh, you think two? Yeah. I mean, I'd be, I'd be fine with that. If well, I like, think, one, I, like one A and one B, you're talking about. Yeah. If one of them isn't in it, I'm not going to be as mad. One of them definitely has to be in it. So we're talking about two different two different people. But we'll talk about I'll tell you who I think. Separate people. Yep. You tell me now. You want to tell me? Do you, is it a spoiler? We're going to spoilers. Right? Well, yeah, we might as well. So, so you're thinking Luke and Ahsoka? No, I'm thinking Thrawn and Ahsoka. See, I'm thinking that Boba Fett and Fennec Shand need to show up. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. That's lesser stakes. I think Thrawn. He's gonna he you're they're gonna see his face. You're gonna see his face for You'll sure. You'll see Thrawn. 
I was gonna say Ahsoka. I don't really need to because we're getting the series. But if she does, she does. I do. I so I like in um the trailer for Ahsoka. You see Sabine Wren and Ahsoka talk to each other, and like for the first time probably since Rebels. Mm-hmm. But I I would like to see Bo Katan and Ahsoka Tano have a scene together. That'd be pretty sweet too. I mean, she's the Katie Sackhoff is like the the star of she's killing in, the making of, in this show yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and that's what everybody's like oh like the mandalorian's not even about the mandalorian anymore it's like mm, i don't care it's about this mandalorian and she's yeah. better like she's uh, way better yeah where's I, his spear by the way remember he had the beskar spear yeah what happened to that who did he give that did he give that to somebody i forget but we need that back mm, how about that yeah, big who? guy going down that was awesome oh yeah god that was just there's a lot going on. It was great stuff. Good, good action. Oh, good. Fucking That's armor. It, the armorer fucked them. <laughs> anyway. Clanging the hammers. It shouldn't do anything. No. Flamo. All right. Well, uh, hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at Dork Podcast and YouTube as well. We stream these bad boys Sunday nights at nine. You can always go back. And watch them at your leisure as well, or uh, subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a review if you if you want. If you're so kind, uh, that'll do it for us, Davey. You don't give a shit about anything, do you? What'd you say? I said you don't give a shit about anything, do you? Not really. <laughs>